0: Welcome. It's indisputable. I'm your host, Rashad Richie. Good to, to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today. Breaking down news of the day, none other than Tizzy Ent, who is a creator of amazing video content. I call him an investigative journalist, as far as I'm concerned. Top story of the day. Damn it. Why did it take so long? Donald Trump finally indicted. He will be indicted again. And again, as I said to you before, he will be a defendant for the rest of his natural life. This is the beginning. This is the first domino. I do expect Fulton County to indict. I do expect the grand jury in DC to indict. And I do expect the state of New York to eventually indict. Let's get into it. Let's put the picture up. Who's behind this indictment? Not the DA, but her. Yeah, remember, The D.A. does not indict. It was the grand jury who indicted based on what happened between them two. How fitting it is still. Women's History Month was celebrating the contributions that women make to society at large. Thank you, Stormy Daniels. In New York. Former President Donald Trump claimed he is, and I quote, completely innocent, end quote. And he is a victim of political persecution, not prosecution, persecution, which means he doesn't deserve what he's receiving. Thursday, after becoming the first former president in history to face a criminal indictment, the ex-president who's still at his Mar-a-Lago club in Florida, as far as we can tell, declared his innocence in a lengthy statement, issued minutes after word emerged that a Manhattan grand jury, investigating hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels, voted to indict him on criminal charges. Trump said in a statement, and I quote, the Democrats have lied, he says, cheated and stolen in their obsession with trying to get Trump But now they've done the unthinkable, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference, said Trump, who's the leading candidate for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. Never before in our nation's history has this been done, he continued. The Democrats have cheated countless times over the decades, including spying on my campaign, but weaponizing our justice system to punish a political opponent Who just so happens to be a president of the United States and by far the leading Republican candidate for president has never happened before, ever. That's correct, sir. You are the first. Just like you're the first sitting president to be indicted twice. An impeachment is an indictment. It's a formal reading of charges. Okay. You were indicted twice as president of the United States. You're the first there, too. You also ran up a record deficit. You're winning in that arena as well. You told more lies than any other president in the history of our nation. As a matter of fact, they calculated it. You've told more lies than all presidents combined. You're winning, sir. Now, let's go back to something quite interesting. Remember the Central Park Five? The Black and Latino youth who were blamed for a crime they never committed. Donald Trump is the one who really enhanced their lives in a negative way. I happen to be friends with some of them. One I talked with this morning, Dr. Dr. Yusuf Salam. Uh, Dr. Yusuf is running for council in Harlem. I expect he will win. I encourage people to support him. He's a good man. I talked to him this morning He's all over the place. He has emotions of what happened back then. And also he understands the power of karma. What you put out in this world, you will eventually get back. You will reap what you sow. Let's put him up full mass. My dear brother, Yusuf Salaam, Dr. Yusuf Salaam, one of the five New York teens wrongfully convicted, wrongfully imprisoned for a 1989 sexual assault of a jogger in Central Park. He did issue a brief statement following Thursday's criminal indictment of former US President Donald Trump who called for bringing back the state's death penalty to execute him and his friends. Trump never apologized once they were exonerated, cleared, found to be not guilty. Salaam tweeted, for those asking about my statement on the indictment of Donald Trump, who never said sorry for calling for my execution. Here it is, karma, karma, that's it. Trump spent 85,000 to 200,000 today on a full page ad. I'm reading from back then when he actually spent money to put their images everywhere he could and call for their death. $85,000 to $200,000. As ran in New York's major newspapers calling for the restoration of capital punishment so that the Central Park five could be executed. You see, Trump has been doing this uh, dog whistle and racial troping for a while. The five black and Latino teens, Antron McCray, Kevin Richardson, Raymond Santana, Corey Wise, and Dr. Salam were beaten and coerced by New York City police into falsely confessing to the rape they never committed. They spent years behind bars for the horrific crime that they did not do. Salam, who was 15 years old when his life was upended, upended, was in prison for six years, eight months before his exoneration. I bring this to your attention because I want to remind you that before he was even president of the United States, he lacked any level of moral or ethical integrity. Anyone who authentically believes that this is a good route, I'm talking about putting up signs, calling for the death of five teenagers. If anyone truly believes that is a good way to do criminal justice, you definitely would believe once you find out that they did nothing wrong, you would at least issue an apology, try to make them whole. It's not what happened. Donald Trump never apologized for being wrong. As a matter of fact, in interviews, he basically said he still believes they did it, even though the evidence says completely contrary. So when you feel sorry for this man who's being prosecuted for his own crimes, I want you to remember what he put others through who were children and he did not give a damn. All right, my dear brother, what are your thoughts here?
1: yeah, um it's uh, it's it's obviously a uh, a unique uh, day today um, seeing uh, that news come out last night, uh, the internet losing its mind over it, and I think in many ways rightfully so, just because um, this is unprecedented. This is something that we haven't seen before, and I think there's there's no more powerful statement about that than uh, Dr. Salam and his statements, uh, you know, bearing where where he's come from and his kind of perspective on this with his previous interactions um, with Donald Trump. Um, I feel like in, in this country, you know, we oftentimes, we, we're looking for people that inspire us. And a lot of people uh, look at someone who's, uh, at, at, or at Donald Trump, I should say, as someone who inspires them, or someone who has been successful. To me, inspirational uh, and uh, the, uh, a beacon of success is Dr. Salam. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who, you wanna talk about given uh, a bad hand. Yeah. You wanna talk about just could not have been put in a worse position and to look at what he has overcome and where he is at today from where he started is nothing short of inspirational uh certainly much more inspirational to me than a man whose father lent him millions of dollars and then uh you know turned around and failed up yep. which is is how i look at uh yeah. Dr. trump so um yeah it's it's a very interesting day it's uh you know, tumultuous time. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how our country and and society as a whole sort of absorbs this because we're getting into, you know, this is new territory. This is completely like foreign to Americans and to the world. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting time to say the least.
0: Yeah. And it is a slippery slope, but we have been on this slippery slope since Trump got elected. You got to remember, Trump put us on this fast track, refused to make any reasonable Uh, just compromises, refused to do so, left everyone with no choice. Okay. All right. Republicans do not care if children eat during school hours. Here it is.
1: We talk about personal responsibility as one of the major principles that the Republican Party stands on. Um, Yes, I can understand kids going hungry, but is that really the problem of the school district? Is that the problem of the state of North Dakota? It's really the problem of parents being negligent with their kids if their kids are choosing to eat in the first place, which is entirely the problem that could be existing here. I don't believe that it is our responsibility to carry on a program in excess of what the federal government already does.
0: He was speaking against a program that would make sure that kids from low-income families could eat food. He's against it. I'm sure he's for pretty much every war known, unlimited money for that. But when it comes to children in socioeconomic environments that may not be as comparable as his, Somehow, all of a sudden, they are cash strapped. Let's put them up for a mass. You're looking at North Dakota, GOP Senator. While opposing House Bill 1491, North Dakota Senator Mike Walbema began blaming parents being negligent with their own children. He has no data to support it. He has absolutely no statistics to back it. He just said he thinks that's what's happening. The North Dakota Senate shot down a bill to expand a free lunch program for school children from low-income households. They shot it down after his speech, by the way. But it's possible the proposal could be revived. By a vote of 23 to 24, the Republican-led or dominated Senate failed House Bill 1491 on Monday, March 27th. The proposal sponsored by Representative Laurie Beth Hager, a Democrat out of Fargo, would have dedicated about $6 million over the next two years to cover K-12 students' lunch costs if their family income is less than double the federal poverty level. The House approved the bill last month. During the debate before the measure failed, the Senator coldly explained his opposition ensuring that kids are actually fed Let's put up the representative, uh, Hager, um, who has tried to champion this. The legislation is dead for now, but it could get a second life if a senator who voted against the bill Monday calls for it to be reconsidered and switches sides on Tuesday. Bill supporters said Monday afternoon that they had not decided whether they would attempt to find a colleague willing to resurrect the bill. Hager originally proposed Using nearly 90 million in state funds to provide free lunches to all K through 12 students, but conservative members of the House amended the bill to only cover students below a defined household income threshold. That was your compromise. The compromise was fitting for both sides of the aisle. There's more families of four. With incomes at or below $60,000 would have qualified for Hager's free lunch program in North Dakota according to current poverty level income figures. A federal program already provides free meals to students from families making below 130% of the federal poverty line. So the state allocation would have applied to kids with family incomes 130 to 200% of the poverty level. Let me tell you why this is important. The current configuration of the federal number as it relates to who gets free lunch is based on a pre pandemic, and pre-inflation reality. Today, families are working more jobs, getting less money, and paying more for items. That's the reason why local communities have to be in position to make these adjustments when they understand their regional cost of living is not in context of the federal government's allocation or proclamation of what it should be. That's the reason this is important. So one dollar in North Dakota may be something else in Georgia. That's why local control is important here. All right, my dear brother, thoughts here?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's interesting to note that the same party that believes a woman should uh, carry a child to term, regardless of if she is capable to provide for that child, you know, emotionally Mm. or financially, Um, Then also says, as soon as that child is born, well, uh, I'm going to mock you if you can't feed and provide for that child. Um, The hypocrisy in that is overwhelming. Uh, So It it seems that uh, life begins at inception as far as they're concerned, but responsibility for that life, uh, they want nothing to do with the moment it is born. That's right. Uh, And that that horrifies me if I'm just being real about it.
0: It lacks intellectual integrity. If you really believe that everything starts at conception. You act in that manner. You care for kids inside and outside the womb rather than using the position as a political ploy. All right, hell of a thing happened. Repo Man comes, Repo Man gets your car, Repo Man destroys your home in the process. You already have challenges paying the car. Now you have challenges living in the home that you were in. Let's put up the picture for mass. Such a sad story. A family of six, they are now staying at a hotel. Why? Their vehicle crashed into the living room of their Roswell, Georgia home, just merely missing their one-year-old daughter by inches. The incident occurred while the, while the tow truck driver was trying to repossess the family car. Benjamin Paul, let's put him up. Benjamin says he fell a few months behind on car payments after buying the family's first home a year ago and welcoming his six week old baby. The quote, I didn't know that the car was out for repossession, said Paul. I knew I was behind on payments, and I'd asked them about an extension, and I was kind of going back and forth via phone, call or email. We hadn't worked out an agreement, so they sent a repo person to the house. Paul said after he collected his children's car seats and other valuables from the vehicle, he went back into his home to go back to work. The tow truck driver did not properly secure the car after dropping it from the street on the driveway, and it rolled down the driveway through the gate into the family's living room, nearly hitting the toddler in the, in the process, could have killed the toddler. It was alarming because I hear a loud crashing sound. It sounded like the house fell on top of itself, Paul told Atlanta's News First. And then I'm hearing screaming. My wife is screaming, my baby is screaming. So I was thinking that the baby got hurt. Paul ran into the living room just in time to see his wife picking up their one-year-old who had been a few feet away from the window when the car crashed it. The tow truck driver apologized for the accident and Paul said he received a call from the company requesting an estimate for the cost of repairing the home. As for now, they are staying in a hotel while their home gets fixed, which would take at least three weeks. There's more. There's a quote, my wife and I talked at length if I should share this story because it's embarrassing for the family. That's fine, Paul said. I would rather humble myself and ask for help than suffer in silence. He added, we're in need of a place to stay. and We've incurred expenses as a result of being displaced for a time. Most importantly, we need a car. Like many Americans, we've been living check to check for a long time and we are unprepared for a situation like this. Right now, we need all the help we can get to afford living accommodations a family vehicle, and additional expenses. Thank you for your generosity. I want to go to the GoFundMe page. If you go to GoFundMe.com, search in the search bar, a car crashed into our family room, you should be able to see this page. Um, As of the production, they were a little north of $4,000. We can get that up uh, significantly. Let's do that. Um, this is, I, I want to set the, the scene. Um, he's struggling, all right? It's a young family, they're struggling. We've all been there. In the midst of struggling, he gets a repo, okay? Repo happens, goes outside, gets his, uh, the baby seat out, goes back inside of his home, goes back to work, goes back to work. Having to deal with the fact his car just got repoed, he doesn't know what he's going to do to get it back, but he has to go back to work. He doesn't have time to process as he's working. All of a sudden, his house is destroyed. No fault of his own. This is a bad run for maybe a few months. We can make it easier. We can make it lighter. Put up the GoFundMe one more time. We are better as a coalition. We are better as a village. I rather draw circles than draw lines. This is an opportunity to engage, to help to bless somebody else. All right. Do the best you can.
1: All right. My dear brother, thoughts here. Yeah. Um, I think people also, it's relevant. Like not only did he lose his car, part of that story was they, you know, they just saved up to buy that home. That's right. And now it's the home too. Um, you know, that statement from him uh, saying, you know, we, we talked about it. I was kind of embarrassed, but I humbled myself. I have an immense amount of respect for that man yep. for doing that far too many. You know, we, we try call to- it toxic masculinity, call it whatever you'd like, but we try to, uh, you know act like we're better than saying hey I'm, I'm going through it right now and i could use some help um, i respect someone for being able to ask and i would love to see them helped that's right all right so we'll
0: continue to monitor this um uh, but brother you are correct especially when you are accustomed to working and earning and taking care of your own responsibilities it becomes even more difficult to just stop pause and realize i gotta ask somebody for help all right No embarrassment, no shame in it whatsoever. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable stick and stay. All right. Welcome back. We have a lot of show left. Let me remind everyone the watch list. All right. Uh, Right after Unbossed with Nina Turner. Make sure you stay tuned for the watch list. Jared Jackson shares his take on the stories you should be paying attention to. News, politics, culture, current events. Sports and more. Subscribe to the watch list. Watch live daily, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, youtube.com forward slash watch list TYT. And also, don't forget, um, every Sunday, every Sunday at 1 p.m., the Rashad Richard Review on Sirius XM Urban View, Channel 126. We'd love for you to drop by. It may be the most exciting one hour of your entire weekend. I'll wrap up everything that. You need to know happen and things you need to look for during the week ahead. All right, let me read some of these statements, comments. Uh, Bill Dragons, Bill's dragon circles the wagons. So it sounds like you're saying there's some stormy weather ahead for Trump. I like what you did there. Yeah, that's nice. Badger, Badger Gal, Republicans working hard to criminalize poverty again while also enforcing it. So disgusting. Dickens would write about this stuff in his book. That's right. You peeped it. Lynn says, I'm hoping this provides uh, this proves to be a blessing in disguise for this young family. And Lynn, there you go. Sometimes it is, isn't it right? Sometimes the perceived bad in your life ends up coming the actual good in your journey. All right. Let's go to Twitch. Uh, Teddy Bear Dragon. Oh, Doc, you read my mind with the Central Park Five. When the indictment happened, the first person I thought about was my friend, Dr. Salam. I mean, as soon as it happened, because every time him and I have spoken about this over the years, even in interview settings, he gets emotional. Like this still has impact on him today, what Trump did to him. And to see a man like that who decided to turn your life upside down, Intentionally so, did not care about your guilt or innocence, become president of the United States, just had to do such a psychological job on my brother. But today he's seeing karma in effect. Hopefully the wheels of justice continue to move in the right direction. All right, got something for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish a Karen would. You want to call
2: the police on him for having a barbecue on a you Sunday? You feel free! Back off! I had trouble. There's
1: an African American man threatening my life.
0: Very sad. This is a throwback, Karen. I wanted to highlight the patience, the professionalism of the caregiver. Um, As far as the Karen in the story is concerned, uh, there's a part of me that says, well, maybe this is some level of um, mental decline. Then there's another part of me that says probably just an enhancement of who she already has always been. I don't know for sure which one it is, but I know for sure that the woman who was a victim of that was patient, as patient as they come. She should never have to endure that. This is not something that is funny. It is dehumanizing. It can take somebody's dignity away. And there's a reason she was recording, all right? Okay, all right, dear brother, thoughts here
1: yeah uh no patience of a saint and i and i in my experience uh, caregivers that is um their unique quality um so many tremendous men and women who are caregivers um, experience just terrible things and then approach that job with the biggest hearts and and patience and kindness um unfortunately you know, every time this video comes up i see the comments you know on twitter and so forth oh what what why is she recording her what did what did she do first to cause this. Um, how about she experiences this every single day? How about this is her day to day and she just didn't wanna feel crazy. She just wanted to go like, this is this is really happening to me. This is what I have to go through. Yep, um, right. I appreciate that she did. I appreciate that You know, it, it makes me show appreciation for others like her. That's right. uh, I hate that she had to experience it, but.
0: Yeah, here's what I want people to do. The next time you see somebody working in that industry, they don't have to be working for you or your family. When you see somebody, tell them thank you because you realize how difficult their job is. The uh, secret moments they can never share with anybody. Uh, the uh, things that happen between a caregiver and somebody they're caring for can be dehumanizing, uh, and they never say anything about it because it's part of the job. Just tell them thank you when you see them. Oh,
2: you're getting very angry. not that out no, my no hand. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. You, you just stumped your feet just now. Yeah. I did, I didn't swear at someone or have a go at a three year old child walking on grass
3: Wow I got you on camera now
2: You've just Do assaulted it. me. You're on private property. You've ripped my jumper. Where's the rip? Where's the rip? Piss Where's off. the rip? Go, piss oh, off. Man, I'm giving um, this to the police. She's on, just whacked the me I've is, recorded is it. Me? No, no, me. No. That's well, illegal. No, it's, that's not. Illegal. Not. That's no illegal. it's not. That's No, illegal. Not. That's no illegal. it's not. Take your wife away. I don't care. You're a silly old woman. Go get Go get Arthur. Out, you just you shouldn't have work. done. You've made it so for walking, A three-year-old child for walking yeah, on the no, grass. I haven't, I haven't I haven't three-year-old different. child walking on the grass, and you think that's okay? It's not. Okay. It, exactly. It, 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 you need to talk to your hey, wife. The, 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 look, the kids shouldn't have been on this path. That's fine. All you have to do is say, "Please, can you just not walk on the grass?" You It's a three-year-old child. He's a toddler. Well, you should control him then, shouldn't you? I wasn't with him. He's running on grass. God, you're only making it worse. Can you please It's go just and grass. We get this
3: all the time. That's it's fine. It's not just you. We, we you, me, and We him. live in the
0: community. Now, damn it! This has got to stop. Karen
3: inspired fight on white crime. Put up the picture of these thugs. Look at that. Do you know what
0: this was about? This was, according to the argument, this was about a three-year-old who may have stepped on their property, possibly. Now, I'm learning a few things about Karenicity. Number one, if you are married to a Karen or date one, the longer you remain there, the more Karen-like you will become too. Number two, typically Karens will treat children as if they are more responsible than a responsible adult holding them accountable to things they would not hold themselves accountable to it is interesting that every jurisdiction every jurisdiction on the planet recognizes what's called an unintentional trespass unintentional trespass is when let's say a child walks on a property by accident or a dog gets away temporarily. Or maybe you do it, and you didn't know that you were on somebody's property. It's called unintentional trespass. It is not enforceable as a criminal act. All right. Just wanted to clear that up because she said it was illegal. Sharon, extreme actions. We do know what is illegal. And yeah. she went up and decided to put her hands on the person recording. Now, that's against the law. In any country, but I do love it, Dr. Richie, when you
2: dissect these Karens with British accents. It's among my favorite. I thought I had to look closely. I thought it was Camilla at first, the new queen. It's, it was not. <laughs> that would be great. She'll leak She'll leak to the press, the tabloids on Harry, but she even she wouldn't do this. Newsflash, toddlers pick your flowers, your, your nice flowers. They take and grab mashed potatoes right off your plate.
3: It's what they do. It's not worth catching a domestic case, which is what should have happened here. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: All right, imagine the police, they go to the wrong home, they shoot an innocent individual. That's exactly what took place in Alabama. Put it up for a mask, damn shame. In Alabama, 50-year-old Ray King was killed when Madison County Sheriff deputies were responding to a report of gunfire on January 6th. King had worked as a custodian at New Market School for the last 15 years. They were in the wrong home and shot and killed an innocent man. The police said in the statement that deputies were on patrol when they were advised of an alleged gunshot or gunshots being fired during a domestic dispute outside of one of the houses on the block. Deputies made contact with King who had a gun. Is this constitutional right? To have one. The office said in a statement deputies fired their weapons striking King who died at the scene. You see this pictured there. Those are broken windows from bullets. Okay. However, WHNT and WAFF reported that family members said the deputies responded to the wrong house They said the domestic dispute involved a female family member at a nearby home and not King at all. The stations did not name the family members. WHNT said the sheriff's office did not immediately respond to the TV station's inquiry about the family's claims. The deputies involved in the shooting were placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of an investigation headed by the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. Let's put up the sheriff. Book stops with him. He's supposed to be in charge. Madison County Sheriff Kevin Turner had requested the investigation on the matter which is standard protocol for all deputy-involved shootings according to policy. Now, at this point, what it seems to be is a lack of investigative prowess, uh, a lack of actual engagement by way of protocol and standard. Why do you shoot and kill someone just because they have a gun? It is constitutional to have a gun, right? It's constitutional. Do you think the man who works at the local school wanted to kill the police? Of course not. Uh, He was likely in shock, trying to be protective of him and his family. Uh, Now you have lack of transparency. Sheriff's Office not giving you any more details. You don't have an actual official report of where they got it wrong how did they get it wrong? They're not talking at the moment. All right, we will stay with this story until the development comes. Dear brother, thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, they said something like eight shots were fired. That's what drew the police there. It's extremely reasonable to think that's the reason he was armed. That's right. He heard the same shots that drew the police officers. Yep. He did what he is constitutionally protected to do. He armed himself to protect his family, and instead the people who are commissioned to protect his family and protect his community, the very ones who took his life. I would love to know where a lot of the Second Amendment people are on this. Uh, This is a a clear-cut case of exactly what you talk about, the reason that that exists. He was killed exercising his right. This should be everywhere. Everyone should be talking about this. That's right, and you bring up a great point. The Second Amendment, folks,
0: They are typically nowhere to be found when the narrative does not benefit the police, even though the narrative would benefit a Second Amendment dynamic. But when it is in contrast to the police or their activity, all of a sudden the Second Amendment advocates are silent because they are more interested in the narrative rather than the truth. All right. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We have a lot of show left. Let me read some of these amazing comments. Uh, let me start with H- Havar Ellis. You already know the Karen necessity runs super deep in this one. Karenicity. That's right, Karenicity, yes. C. Michael Henson. Thank you, C. Michael. I'm also torn about this one, Dr. Richie, but there is one thing I am sure about. This caregiver has a special spot in heaven waiting for her. Agreed. See Michael Henson again, thank you dear brother. All right, California police union chief, accused of trafficking major narcotics. All right, let's put it up full mass. You're looking at an alleged prolific drug dealer. Joanne Marine Segovia, the executive director of the San Jose Police Officers Association was nabbed in a national fentanyl distribution ring after authorities said she ordered thousands of opioids, thousands, from abroad in packages labeled wedding party favors, gift makeup, chocolate and sweets, okay? Um, Yeah. She came up with a major scheme, according to the authorities. Criminal complaint filed on Monday charges Joanne uh, Segovia, 64 years of age, with an attempt to unlawfully import fentanyl, the U.S. Attorney's Office said in a news release. There's a lot of background here. Here it is. This is an incredibly disturbing allegation. No one is above the law regardless of who their employer is, said the mayor of San Jose, Matt Mahan. Uh, This was in a statement to K-R-O-N-4. Segovia is now on leave from her position with the union, according to SanJoseInside.com. In the statement, union spokesman Tom Sagu said in a statement, the union was informed Friday of the news and is cooperating with the investigation. The board of directors is sad and disappointed at hearing this news, and we have pledged to provide our full support to the investigative authorities, the statement on the union's website said. Now, she's not a police officer, even though the federal government does mention that she actually said she was at a particular point in this journey of hers. There's more. Background to the crimes, all right? Um, Segovia was caught as part of a Homeland Security investigation into a drug network that shipped Hundreds, hundreds of parcels from abroad containing hundreds of thousands appeals to 48 states from the San Francisco Bay Area. Segovia had 61 shipments mailed to her home from countries including Hong Kong, Hungary, India, and Singapore. This happened for about seven years. Between October 2015, January 2023, authorities allege. Between July 2019 and January 2023, officials intercepted five, five shipments. Inside were thousands of pills, including synthetic opioids, Tremadol, and tapentadol. Some parcels were valued at thousands. Segovia used encrypted WhatsApp messages to plan shipments allegedly exchanging hundreds of messages with someone using a phone with the country code in India between January 2020, March 2023. Uh, This is all leading to what we would call a sophisticated network, okay, there's more. Uh, The messages discuss details for shipping and payment of pills and contain hundreds of pictures of tablets, shipping labels, packaging, payment receipts, and payment confirmations. In the news release, Segovia used her office to distribute drugs In one case sending a supplier a photo of a shipment made using the UPS account of the San Jose Police Officers Association. That's what authorities allege. A complaint details unusual shipments, the suspect's conversations with agents about them, and numerous text messages suggesting a double life. In another interview, when questioned about this, in another interview She told agents she had nothing to do with these orders, blamed everything on a woman she identified as a family friend and housekeeper. Um, Okay, all right, the family friend and housekeeper did it all. She actually said, I don't really want to throw her under the bus, but I have to be honest here. That's actually what she told the investigators. I don't want to throw her under the bus, but I must be honest about what she did, quite fascinating, quite interesting. But you know what didn't happen? Um, Her home did not get raided, and she did not get shot and killed. Okay, She's alive. She's going through something called due process. She will be able to actually launch a defense if she chooses. And at the end of that, typically, a jury will decide her fate. That is what the Constitution provides. She will get every single bit of it. All right. Do you have other thoughts here?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the chef's kiss is using the police association's UPS account uh, to send packages. Wow. Uh, Paulina Escobar here working for the police union. Um, I think uh, something that we should all kind of remember is we live in a country where there are people who are doing federal time in prison for having you know a dime bag of marijuana. Yep. Um, and we don't know what kind of time she's going to serve. Hopefully, you know, she's convicted. She's going to serve time. But like you said, she'll receive her due process. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and make the call now. Uh, unlike those people who are, uh, you know, serving time for small amounts or whatever it may be, uh, she almost certainly will get a Netflix documentary out of this. Mm. There'll, there'll yeah. be readings that come out of this. Oh, isn't that, isn't that fun for her? Uh, meanwhile, there's people who, you know, their lives are ruined and over, over considerably less. I mean, what she did is... Yeah. Uh, allegedly what she did is absolutely- uh, You you make a great point.
0: Uh, She may be able to bounce back, make a bunch of money off of it, tell a story, write a book, do a Netflix documentary. Boom, she's moving on with her life. You are so right. And I would be surprised if she got like legit time as any other drug dealer of her caliber. Now you gotta admit, if this is true, she is a prolific drug dealer. I mean, she's moving major, major weight throughout the country. Okay, all right. This is an update to a story we reported on this week. Less than 24 hours after our reporting, a city councilwoman is resigning. Police chief under investigation. Remember this, here it is. Hello. Hi. What happened? We don't
2: know, I was just inside asleep.
0: (laughs) Somebody's in
4: the car?
2: That's my car she's in there, but there's a
3: little
2: girl in there, but she
0: won't get out. She won't get out.
3: Hello. What's going on? You wanna shut the car off for me? You need an ambulance?
2: No. Oh god no. <laughs> I do know. What happened? I was driving here, and then I was on the phone with my daughter. I just came back from Alabama, from visiting the college, and I
3: don't
2: even know. You been drinking? No. Yes. Huh? Possibly. That's
3: a yes or no question. No. No?
4: Okay. Who's your license?
3: Hey.
2: Oh, boy. I
4: was this close. oh, I'm about to. She got one more time, and then I'm gonna work this craft. I don't care who's here. I'm she telling you. Snapped.
0: She snapped at you too.
4: She started cursing me out. Oh, yeah. Just while you were inside.
3: She said, "Make oh, you get your life together, kid." So I'm about to show you get my life
0: together. Put up the picture. Full mask. Who do we have here? Councilwoman. In the wake of the public outcry against Youngsville, Louisiana, Councilwoman Kayla Rowe. She has now resigned from her elected position. Let me remind you of what happened. Now, the resignation is owed to a late November night that began when she crashed into a parked SUV on her way home. She had just spent time at the police chief's home. The police chief, Ricky, Baudreau, he doesn't say why she was at his house, but he does say she did not drink alcohol nor get any drugs. Why did he volunteer that? I do not know. Here is the exchange between the first responding officer and Roe. Uh, you've been drinking? The first responding officer posed a question to the councilwoman, no, yes, possibly. She responded. That means yes. Roe also called an officer an a-hole and gave the title of a song instead of her phone number. Let's put up the longtime police chief. Roe, who is the daughter of longtime police chief Earl Menard, was rescued when she called for the arrival of Chief Ricky Budrow. Who arrived on the scene and decided not to administer, administer a sobriety test and basically stopped his cops from doing the same. Now, the chief is under investigation. Youngsville Police Chief Ricky Boudreau is, is being investigated along with his police department. According to the chief, he was asked to take administrative leave from his elected position, which does, he does not intend to do. Uh, the councilwoman, uh, her disrespectful behavior was uncharacteristic, um, according to many. These are the themes from her campaign. National Police Week, Kayla's back the boot. First Responder Night. She's a friend of the police, good for her. Police got out of trouble, right? She called the chief just left the chief's house. Listen, doesn't take a detective to realize if you just left the chief's house and you are uh, intoxicated, then likely the chief is the one uh, that you were drinking with. And maybe the chief came to get himself out of trouble, too. All right. I'm just speculating. Uh, Let's look at the resignation letter. Rose resignation came Thursday morning with the release of an official statement Um, in the letter she announces her immediate resignation, gratitude to the community, and apologies to the police and first responders. She has also defended her strange behavior since the incident. Now, before I get into the defense of it, I want to remind you, when we first reported on this story this week, uh, her excuse was that, A, she basically had a concussion, uh, and she was out of it, and there was no alcohol involved, no drugs, no nothing. It's just a simple accident, head trauma Talk strange, that is it, nothing more. Now she's resigning. Um, all right, When questioned by a reporter about her behavior. The councilwoman said she suffered a concussion but declined to provide evidence that she received treatment for the injury. She again attributed her behavior to that injury in a Monday statement after the story published. After we reported on it, she then resigned. The council is now moving forward with the election for her seat Uh, not dated until fall of 2026. Uh, The Youngsville City Council scheduled a special meeting Thursday uh, where they were expected to approve a a resolution that will launch an independent investigation into the police chief and the police department. The public meeting was slated to begin at 5 p.m. at City Hall. All right, you can also find more information updates on their website. Okay, let's count the ways here very quickly. If she would have simply went through the normative process, she likely does not have to resign. The chief definitely does not come under investigation, and the police department is not under investigation review themselves. But what happened, privilege, that's what happened. Instead of going through the normative process, she already has significant leverage to either A, get out of trouble later, or B, maybe even finesse out of trouble in that moment. There's no telling if they would have gave her a field sobriety test or not. We don't know for sure, all right? But here's the reality, the people uh, she hit, uh, they have to pay $25,000, okay? There's a real victim here. Also, uh, the individuals that got involved, all of them are under investigation because you decided not to take your lumps like an adult, go through life like all of us have to do, Simply engage in the difficult times as we are. Everybody loses here.
1: All right. Dear brother, thoughts? Uh, you already said privilege, entitlement. I could toss in there as well. Uh, were you drinking tonight? No. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, curses out the officer, uh, then refuses to cooperate by not giving the number. Is she pulled from the car? Is she pepper sprayed? Is she tathed? Never. Is she beaten and cuffed? No, uh, she's told uh, that she doesn't even have to do the sobriety test, and sent on her way because that's, it's not uh, what you know it. It's who you know, I guess. Yep. And then the chief has such a silly response when questioned
0: about a citation. He, he basically says, "Citations? We don't always write citations." And that's true. It's called selective prosecution. Okay. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. All right, welcome back, we have a lot of show remaining. Let me read some of these beautiful comments. All right, uh, Bill's Dragons circles the wagons. Damn, she was trying to be the Nino Brown, kingpin of police union officials. And listen, she was distributing this. So she has a network where she's the supplier, she's supplying this to others, and they are selling it for her, according to the allegation. Where are they? Were they police? Questions must be posed here. Mo Fury, so she grew up the child of a police chief. You got to wonder how many times daddy got her out of trouble. You see, obviously, this is what happens when you live a life that is riddled with this kind of exception. right? Eventually, the luck may run out. And let's go to E-Mega. None of those places are (laughs) Mexican cartels. That's right. Uh, Had nothing to do with Mexican cartels this time that uh, she was ordering from Hong Kong and other places. Getting it in. Interesting point. All right. uh, Hunger Games underscore 1989. uh, Talking about the police chief. That's because they were getting freaking the sheets, Doc, and he didn't want it getting out. You said it, I didn't. Speculation. Narrative fits. Real late at night, a lot of drinking, obviously, but the police chief went out of his way to make sure he told people no cocaine was involved. Uh, Late underscore bloomer 68. Uh, But did the councilwoman ever apologize to the woman whose car she crashed into? Halfway. Really was not a real apology Um, because even now she's resigning. Investigation is happening. There's no real transparency or accountability. Okay. All right. I wanna give you an update. Remember the sheriff, the badass sheriff out of Florida who told white supremacists, if you step up in here, uh, that is not going to be protected speech in my community. Remember, he said they put a hit out on him. He said he wears that hit like a badge of honor. He then met the white supremacists at the airport. Let me take you back to the original
5: story and I'll bring you up to date. Here it is. These scumbags came to the wrong county. We have unity in this county. We stand beside one another in this county, and we stand beside our Jewish neighbors. We are not going to tolerate this. Let me tell you, this is not about free speech. This is about violence. Two days after the incident at the Speedway, one of these GDL members ambushed and shot two Jewish Orthodox folks outside of their synagogue in LA. This is a neo-Nazi ideology on display. They wear GoPro cameras. They rent U-Haul trucks. They spent the time traveling up and down ISB during the 500 yelling obscenities from the back of the truck. Clearly, I don't see anything that people can say this is First Amendment. This is nothing but pure, pure, pure evil. And I want to share this There's a lot of people in this room, and there's a lot of people around this country of the Jewish faith who are on their hit list. They try to besmirch your character. They try to put death threats out on you and threaten you and your family. Well, I wear that as a badge of honor because I, too, by these clown group, want to shut my big mouth and put a bullet in the back of my head. Go for it. That's my message to you. Go for it. You want to try to get into my computer and plant child port in there with a group of people that have an IQ of a 12? Go for it. I challenge you. Go for it. You want to put surveillance on me 24 hours? go for it. And the best of all, you're going to dox me and make me unelectable. Go for it. You came to the wrong county. I stand with my Jewish friends and I'm honored to be on your hit list. It's an honor to be, to be sought after by a bunch of punk thugs like you. That's my personal message. With that, I'll turn it over to people who are calmer. I love how when he finished, he's
0: like, and with that, i turn it over to the next speaker for tonight. Still courteous. Let's put the picture up full mass, he caught one, okay? Hell of a a story here. Uh, The sheriff is Mike Chitwood. He has now been dubbed on the internet as Mike Mother Chitwood. The sheriff ripped into neo-Nazis who are now infesting his county. The reason why he was making that speech, ladies and gentlemen, is because there are some people in the room who said, hey, these individuals are just expressing their freedom of speech. So he wanted to get everyone on the same page, and if you didn't want to get on the same page with the sheriff, you can go along with the neo-Nazis if you want to. But the sheriff was very clear about where he stood. All right, uh, let's put it up for a mass. Richard Golden, 38, stands accused of one count of making a written threat to kill or do bodily harm. He was charged earlier this month for allegedly threatening The county sheriff, okay? Now, due to the sheriff's recent stand against neo Nazi hate group, the defendant was arrested at his mother's house in New Jersey. They had to extradite him to the local community. Let's put it up. Who was there to meet him at the airport? Sheriff Mike Mother. Chitwood. Following the arrest, the sheriff confronted Golden by meeting him at the airport. Said to the man, uh, I'm the sheriff. I uh, hope you enjoy your stay. Welcome to Florida. The sheriff criticized the uh, the Golden for refusing to speak up for himself. Um, I want him to look in my eye and say, you're the guy. I want to put a bullet in your head. Chitwood said he walked right by me. I mean, how gutless can you be? The sheriff went on to denigrate Uh, keyboard commandos. I love it. He calls them keyboard commandos who post racist and anti-Semitic threats in extremist oriented spaces online. They're preaching all this stuff about uh, wiping out a race, wiping out a religion. We're not going to stand for it. Um, Golden, the white supremacist is currently being held on a $100,000 bond. Sources say he is unable to pay it. All right. Hell of a story, saga continues. One sheriff says, nope, not free speech, not when you threaten the people, and I'm going to enforce it, keep playing. He kept playing, the sheriff sent somebody to pick his ass up, met him in Florida and said, welcome. All right, thoughts here, dear brother.
1: Mad respect for Chief Chitwood. Um, And and let's not forget that Chief Chitwood had to make those statements because no one above him would. That's right, Uh, that's correct. We've had, uh, this, this Nazi group has been running all over Florida. And Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, can't be bothered to talk about it. When it's brought up to him, he says, oh, that's just the Democrats trying to make me look bad. I don't understand how hard it is right. to simply say, um, you know, these people are not welcome in my state. This yep. is not a place for you. And then he acts like him being asked about it is offensive. If there was a hurricane in the state, you'd be asked about it. If there was a mass shooting in the state, you'd be asked about it. You got Nazis running around on the streets and reporters go, hey – What are your thoughts about this? That is not a difficult question to answer. It's not hard to say, I disavow these people and he couldn't be bothered or didn't want to do it.
0: Very well said, the governor, uh, Ron DeSatan, he has more vitriol against black protesters that are peaceful than he does against violent neo-Nazi members. So uh, it is an interesting uh, interesting compare contrast. Remember,
1: Florida's where woke comes to die, but apparently Nazis do just fine. Exactly, exactly.
0: All right, brother, always a pleasure, man. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, this has been an, a high honor uh, for me to have you here, man. Thank for all you do. For people who are watching, they would like to follow you, check out your great work. How can they do so?
1: Certainly. Tizzy Ent, T-I-Z-Z-Y-E-N-T on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm in all of those places. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty easy to keep up with me there. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. It's the next time. Thank you. All right. We got
0: more on the other side. The bullpen is next. Stick and stay. Welcome back. We have a lot of show left. Let me read some of these amazing comments before we continue the program. Thank you all for joining the conversation. Uh, Bill's dragons, circles, the wagons. Okay, I read that one. Kingpin, absolutely right. She's a kingpin of that union. Jesus Raphael. so sick of unaccountability from police and government officials. Talking about the councilwoman and the police chief. Now, chief under investigation after our reporting. Councilwoman, resigns. All right? Um, <clears throat> KMC. Thank you for that, KMC. Doc, don't you remember Moo in Philly 1985, he murdered a house full of black folks? Um, I got to refresh on that. So I would not remember it per se. I was born in 1981, so I would have been, uh, you know, four. All right, But I could definitely understand it based on historical review, and I would do that. Thank you for that insight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To the bullpen. He's back to celebrate the indictment of Donald Trump. We have Shelley Winter, my dear friend, Republican commentator and radio personality extraordinaire, WSB. Good day, sir. Welcome.
4: What's going on, my brother? How are you?
0: I'm doing great, brother. How did you feel when Trump got indicted?
4: Uh, I was pissed because it was opening day of baseball. I mean, there's no better day. I don't know if you played Little League, but I was thinking about the times of going to sleep with my glove, with my uh, glove oil and my new hardball and my glove. I tied it up with my shoelace to break it in out under the mattress. And I went. We're to talking see, about uh, a glove, right, brother? What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about a baseball glove. Okay. You didn't play little league? Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, you probably didn't. I know y'all you know, I, I did, yeah, brother. I, I, mean, I, I,
0: you, I was yeah. a I was a prolific baseball player. I right, right, all, right, 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 right. Played a, for high school, was all state, all I of got. It. you. Look up, it's all oh, up. Man.
4: So anyway, um, I was I was <laughs> mad because it was opening day of baseball. Also, I had just come from Cobb County here in Georgia to see, yeah. I didn't get to see him, but uh, Ron DeSantis was up there speaking yeah. and got his new book. And yeah. um, I was talking about that on my show, and the news broke right in the middle of the show. And um, I thought, I was like, wow, you know, Kierkegaard said it, the great existentialist philosopher said it best. When a tyrant dies, the rule dies. When a martyr dies, it just begins. And so the Democrats are making a huge mistake here. You guys are getting, you guys are martyring this guy creating a situation where the Republicans, even those that don't like him, will rally around him. I think that's the Democrats' uh, goal, to get him out through the primary, get him uh, to the general in a place where they think they can handily beat him. But I dare, I, I want my Democrat friends to remember something. 70 million people voted for this guy. Um, you're rallying 70 million Americans to his side of a, because of a political, and everybody yeah. agrees, polling shows that it's very political. But I want to yeah. say this before you ch- opine on your side. I do want to say this. What I don't understand is how African Americans who spent the last 30 years telling me how unfair the criminal justice system is will cheer for this when yeah. all has to happen is that we'll, they'll come for us very shortly yeah. after they come for him. So that's that's my take. I was pissed because it was opening day.
0: All right. So let me respond to some of the um, accusations that you have made. Number one, uh, since I am black African-American myself, I can opine to your last point about how can there be a celebration of this indictment when there is this antithetical dynamic as it relates to law enforcement. Here's why. All jurisdictions are not the same. Number one. Number two, uh, we have championed the reality of people being held accountable. As a matter of fact, when police officers shoot unarmed black folk, we champion the justice system to hold them accountable. We champion the uh, local police, the federal government, the judges, the prosecutors, to hold them accountable. So it is not as if black folk do not promote the idea of justice, dear brother, because we do. I
4: never never said that. I said it's it's a walking contradiction to, on the one hand, say that the system is white supremacist, racist Mm
0: -hmm. and unfair,
4: and then the guy you call a white supremacist racist mm-hmm. being unfairly indicted on... Well, business. we don't
0: think it's unfair.
4: Clearly you must if you no, think the think justice Trump. system is we unfair. No, we don't think We don't
0: think... No, no. The part we think is unfair is the fact it took this long and this much. You understand that? We still no, believe I don't it's understand unfair. That. You're trying to squeeze I a misdemeanor. Well, no, no. I well articulate exactly what I believe. I, I get believe you any other circumstance, Donald Trump gets arrested before he even becomes president of the United States of America. Why didn't
4: it happen then before he um, became president? Because
0: the system is inherently unfair. Ah! That's right. So it is unfair. Yes, absolutely. He should have been locked up.
4: So so the system... Tax evasion...
0: So everything else. you damn so, right. He should have been locked up before he even got on NBC.
4: So the, so the system's only unfair when they don't lock up the people you disagree with, but when they do lock up the uh, people you disagree with, it becomes all of a sudden justice. Come on,
0: man. Oh, brother, the, let me proving, go ahead and respond to that. You're proving the
4: fact that it's a political... Let in, me go ahead and respond question. to this. You, sir. You're proving everything he's
0: saying. I can respond to that clearly. Please do. Of course uh, So can. number one, uh, as far as fair, fair and justice system do not equate it's no fairness in the justice system. It is riddled with bias. It is not a subjective... It is not an objective standard. It's always a subjective standard because it comes down to the bias of people. Uh, in my estimation, Donald Trump should have been arrested long before he even became president of the United States for other crimes well, what that charge? have not been mentioned. But what argument. Tax evasion, number one. Go Everybody can be get...
4: arrested on tax evasion. Well, that's fine, then Everybody. Brother, you, even you our can... own brothers and sisters that are working Uber, shelly, that are hustling, promoters, shelly, club owners. Come shelly, on, man. That You're your calling defense? for black men that's and women to get arrested on tax evasion? Come on, man. Come on, on, here, man. You just said the Sir, system is
0: biased and subjective. I'm going to subjective. try my absolute best to engage with you <laughs> I'm as sorry. an adult. I am an adult, but okay. I'm saying you can't so speak out both sides of your mouth. If I was on your conservative WSB program and you allowed me the opening response and, I, and you interrupted, did not interrupt me, I'm not interrupting you, it's my time to respond to you, sir. You just did. Are you afraid? Oh, that is just okay. the game we're going to So play. let's go ahead and, let's go ahead in and get into it. We in third grade now? We let's in third grade now? Is on, the man. president, is the former president above the law? Is a former president above the law? Correct.
4: Well, let me see. You all would say no one's above the
0: law. I'm just asking what you think.
4: What I think? No, he's not above the law. But I understand reality in this country. So he's
0: not above the law. Hold on.
4: In this country, can I finish my answer? Yeah, quickly, In this country, we see people are above the law. I have a sitting uh, former majority leader of the House who trades stock while she's overseeing the very companies that she's trading the stock of. She doesn't go to jail. I saw a former I saw a former vice a presidential candidate get subpoenaed. All right, let's do this. So, Shelly, I
0: really got to bring this back, brother. We have limited time because up. we are show. I'm off. I'm answering your question. I understand it. it, but you, you're taking way too long to make a simple-ass point. The simple point is, is a president or former president above the law? The simple answer is no. no not no one's above the law so it, did, he, it's, it's, did hold Donald on. Trump break hold the law in your estimation? Excuse did me? he break the law? Did Donald Trump break the law? Absolutely not. Okay, he what pay, is the he law? He paid law? a
4: prostitute to be quiet. Okay. That's what we do. Men pay women for, not for sex, you pay to prostitute? leave on time and to be quiet. You pay prostitutes? And she broke that fundamental you pay, law. Sir, he did you did not pay, break
0: the law. You pay prostitutes?
4: I said men pay prostitutes. So are you a, I man? Am a man? I am a man. I have paid you pay prostitutes. Prostitute? Haven't
0: you? Hell no. You
4: haven't? Never. No, never? Hell no. My man, see, so you must, must be a virgin why then. Why would you have to pay you for a You must be a virgin to, then. Come on, bro. No, brother. no, I'm not You understand I'm what, what I'm saying. saying? You understand what I'm fundamentally saying? But you do realize, that that's no, not he did what he's break being the law. accused of.
0: You no, he realize, did not break the law. You do realize that is not what he's being accused of. You do know that, right? I,
4: You asked me, did he break the law? I said, no, he didn't break the law. What
0: is he being accused of? Are you aware? He's
4: being accused of paying off a woman that he already had a nondisclosure agreement with, and they're trying to squeeze that into business filings because I'm not sure. What do you write on a business uh, report uh, for for a check you wrote? Oh, paid off the prostitute. I'm going to write that down on a check memo Hey, a check for $50,000. What do I write? Business expense or paid okay. off a hoe? So let me
0: go I ahead mean, what, do you, why, why, what do you want him to go? Do so they break he the law? Is, of course, you know. With, Listen. What he is charged with, dear brother, uh, under is, the New York code, right. what he is charged with is the fact that he, in violation of his own agreement per ethics in campaigning, he paid an item no. Of value. No, it's. Did not. Sir, I'm telling you what. The you're in law school. Say. How can you not know this? I'm he's, telling
4: you what he's the got. Thirty four. Uh, reportedly. We don't know the charges, first of all, because. Uh, well, we the know the primary
0: charge, sealed. sir. I guarantee reportedly, you I'm correct on the primary charge. And there may be other no, 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 charges. No, no, you related don't know the charges is, business. The indictment's sealed. So you can't know the sir, charges. when the charges no come charge. out. I promise you I'm correct. Fair enough. Oh, primary charge.
4: Reportedly, so let's talk about reportedly. Mm-hmm. He's being charged with over 30 counts of false business filings, right? To do with a mm-hmm. prostitute that he paid. So now, if you want to squeeze any kind of semantics into all of that, you can. You ask me okay. a fundamental question. So do let I me ask you co- this
0: then. You ask me a question. Do I think yeah.
4: he committed a crime? You, you said Absolutely no.
0: not. All right. So let me ask you this question. This is all very interesting. When. Um, he said that people like Hillary Clinton should be incarcerated. He also called for the incarceration of Stormy Daniels. He called for the incarceration of Mike Cohen. He's called for the incarceration of many people around him, uh, but he himself says that he's completely innocent of any crime whatsoever. So my question to you is this: uh, At some point, at some point, you have to realize Donald Trump is not only a damaged brand. He's a damaging wrecking ball to the Republican Party itself. I'm talking about long-term survival I agree. of the Republican Party. This I may agree. be, and this is not Democrats doing this to him, uh, by uh, the way. Uh, I while, agree. While, while the DA is a Democrat in election, have to understand, the grand jury is comprised, based on a random protocol, of individuals in their community who are registered now voters.
4: Vote 90% Democrat. Well, they yes, came, together. I I they came the, together. They came together.
0: Yeah. They came together. These citizens... Are the ones on, who man. looked at the information, looked at the evidence, and indicted citizens? Right. Indicted Trump. The DA right. did not indict Trump. Citizens did. That, that, come on, man. You're, come on, man. Who listen, indicted Trump?
4: Listen, uh, a DA and a grand jury presents okay. everything. There is What about no, Senator
0: John Edwards? What are your thoughts about him being indicted a few years ago and found innocent? The same thing. And found asking, innocent. Do, do you and believe? found innocent. Sir, do, and so, do so. Hold on, Shelly.
4: come on, man. Don't invite question. me. Don't invite speak? me to
0: your house and cut
4: me off when you ask a question. Sir, this is. You about thought I didn't know indictment. about John Edwards? John, John Edwards was indicted. A, don't ask me that question. Why did I ask me, you that question? You know why? Because you asked me, is Trump guilty of a crime? Sir, I said no. Should hold on, okay, brother. So should Trump on be indicted? Hold, hold
0: on, brother. Should Trump be indicted?
4: Hold on, brother. Should Trump be indicted? Hold on, brother. we answer. ain't
0: on the street corner. We we got limited time. What am I scared about?
4: Trump.
0: Worthy of indictment? No. Did John Edwards, the former senator, deserve indictment for the same no, thing? No, because why he did was you say fa- that? Because he was found innocent. Why didn't so you clearly, say that? Why didn't you say that? when Senator Edwards was indicted for petty. And he was
4: found innocent. Senator, and he was found innocent. None of
0: you all came to the defense of Senator Edwards. you all co-signed you? Hillary Clinton going to jail, and now I, the I, joke I, guy going to jail. All of a sudden, the rules are different.
4: No, I didn't say anything about that. Don't, 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 come on, man. I'm not a child, right? John Edwards didn't deserve to be indicted because he okay. was found innocent. Trump didn't deserve to be indicted because he will be found innocent. Alvin well, Bragg,
0: this is the process, dear brother, good. This is the process. Due process a, is the way you exonerate really? innocent individuals as well. That's how we
4: do it. Well, I that's understand how rich, That's how rich, Look at black black people connected about who have the ability to defend the themselves in the court of My law because all the resources. Absolutely. Sec- Every single afternoon I watch TYT indisputable with TYT and every single day I got some story about some law enforcement, some DA, some lawyer, or somebody, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden somebody does something on video, and that true? person is absolutely is it... guilty. Hold on, brother. Jelly, think Hold about on, what brother. That person is the absolutely guilty. Hold on, brother. That true. person is absolutely guilty of a video. Now mm-hmm. After spending an entire three years or two years on this station pushing Mm -hmm. videos, you're telling me now people deserve due process. Come on, brother. Uh, So let me respond to that. that
0: You better than that, my friend. You're incorrect on something. I'm not not incorrect on anything. I'm not incorrect Uh, on anything.
4: We prosecute people through video evidence every single day in our community. You're
0: done, dear brother. Thank you, brother. Love you. appreciate you. Love you back. Uh, So, due process should be afforded to every human being, as I have always said. Donald Trump will experience the constitutionally protected dynamic known as due process. Many people do not get that opportunity. Most people who go through the criminal justice system locally cannot afford a high-priced attorney. The justice system knows that. Trump can afford all of these elements. I feel sorry for him not, because due process is being allocated as it should. All right. Remember, take care of yourself. Take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember, the truth is always indisputable.